Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Savage of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. And I'm an old man. How fucking old are you guys? Fuck off. <laughs> I I, uh, I don't have the, the quote right in front of me, but yeah, that's basically the uh, the gist of our next movie we're going to get into. But before that, how you doing, bro? Doing good. I uh, was up a little early today. don't normally work Saturdays, but my new job... Uh, this is our today was our yearly inventory, so I had to be at work at six thirty this morning. And uh, oh yeah. no, six thirty! Shut up. But I didn't complain about it because you know what? I'm actually getting paid overtime now, so it's all good. Yeah, that's awesome. Going from salary to hourly, awesome. Yeah, so so I don't I I actually don't care about working extra hours now. It actually is welcome. Well, now it's worth it. Exactly. That being said. We might be going in overtime on this one because I want to get deep into this movie because it is a good one. It's November. We've kind of backwards this up a little bit. We did our tangent about like Thanksgiving gatherings and we're doing this episode to honor the brave people that have served our country across seas. The veterans. VFW. Yes. I was excited as soon as I saw that this movie was going to be a thing. I mean, but, I mean you as well. I mean, we knew we had to see it. Right. Yeah. I mean, as soon as we heard about it, we wanted to see it. Um, obviously, both of our grandfathers belong to the local chapter VFW post number one two seven four in Natick, Massachusetts. Yep. So yeah, this one's uh, near and dear to our hearts, and uh, yeah, it's it's also fucking awesome. It just happened to work yeah, out. Uh, even if we had no involvement in. The, the VFW whatsoever, I'd probably still see the movie because the cast is fucking incredible. And the cast is stacked. It, it's just a fantastic fucking movie. I love this movie so much. Yeah, it's like your typical horror movie. Um, even though I've seen people say, this is horror. I'm like, why? Because instead of zombies, they're it's junkies. Drug addicts. I mean, it just brings it into modern era. Like, that's who we got to worry about now. We have yeah. to worry about junkies. And uh, that, that's that's what. Uh, but before we get into that, this is a recipe for disaster. I have no clue what you came up with a recipe for. I searched up and down this movie as to see what possibly this could be, and I and I got nothing. All right, so I wanted to go the traditional route, um, VFW, and I was trying to think of uh, what does my grandfather cook, and, and I'm not doing his meatballs. Anytime we did a big shindig at the VFW. Hamburgers, hot dogs, my grandmother would make potato salad, baked beans, stuff like that. So I figure, fuck it. Hamburgers and hot dogs. They don't get more American than that. It's true. But, watching the movie, I did come up with a little something special. We're going to call these Post 1274 Pickled Eggs. Okay. So, basically you take red wine vinegar, some water, ground ginger, ground mustard, sugar, salt... I added a little bit of ghost pepper, chipotle, red pepper flakes, a bay leaf, and then you boil that. When it 
boils, take it off the stove, and in the jar I have hard boiled eggs, some chopped red onion, and some dill sprigs. Dill pour, sprigs. Yes, you pour the brine over the eggs, fill the jar. Well, I have a jar, they had a big bucket. But uh, yeah, so just fill it, put it in the fridge for as long as you can stand. And let me just tell you, dude, that brine itself was delicious. Jenna's like, that is so disgusting. <laughs> Can't wait till it's out of the fridge. Let's see how we go. Whew! Well, there's a funk. There's my, <laughs> my, my Easter egg, it looks like. It's uh, like a reddish purple. Let's see how. It almost doesn't even... Well, you're just going to take the whole thing there, aren't you? No, no, no. It doesn't fucking good, man. <laughs> so, I'm going to put these back in the fridge. Keep them pickling. That's, that's, that's something. Yeah, okay. Now, to wash that down, my grandfather, my grampy, he liked his beers. What he didn't like was paying for his beers. So no matter what he bought, it had to come in with 30 rack. He'd only buy 30 racks. And it had to be the cheapest beer he could find. The cheapest American beer he could find. He wouldn't drink any foreign beers, no no uh, imports. So tonight, I'm going to wash that pickled egg down with some good old Pabst Blue Ribbon. Cheers. Cheers. See, I know typically I drink Bud Light, but for this season, I was going to try and get some sort of a themed beer for each of each of our movies that we do. But where, you know, we're doing the VFW. I mean, I used to meet my grandfather every Thursday we go out for breakfast at like I don't know 10 30 11 o'clock we go to the station five in Natick and then we'd head straight to the post now mind you I didn't have to work that day on Thursdays at that point so we'd be at the post <laughs> we'd be I at the post working well I was off on Thursdays so by 11 45 we're at the post and we'd leave at like three and it was just me hanging out with like my grandfather and his buddies and I'd just be drinking Bud Lights all day and it that's why oh, this movie you know hit home for me because that's the atmosphere that I was so used to like being around those guys it, it, it was just it was just fantastic so that whole spiel about not drinking Bud Light uh, is about you drinking Bud Light okay yep is that what you're drinking <laughs> drinking Bud Light nice okay Let's get into the movie. In the latest movie from the iconic Fangoria, a typical night for a group of war veterans at the local VFW turns into an all-out battle for survival when a teenage girl runs into the bar with a bag of stolen drugs. Suddenly under attack from a gang of punk mutants looking to get back what's theirs at any cost. The vets use every weapon they can put together to protect the girl and their VFW in the biggest fight of their lives. Fuck yeah. Spoilers ahead. Yeah, and, all, and you know, the whole time, they, they, they just want to get, well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say all of them, but everyone except for Fred just wanted to get to the titty bar. <laughs> they mentioned it a lot. We should be at the titty bar. Their friends are dying. To be like, here today. <laughs> their friends are dying, and they're like, "Don't they know we need to be at the titty bar?" <laughs> VFW. Technically, it's 2019, but I think it came out in 2020. I think is when they finally released it, if I'm correct. I believe so. 
Yeah, because if you look on IMDb, I think it says 2019. I know we watched it last Halloween for our uh, Halloween movie, so like it had just come out then, I believe. Right. Yeah, so director Jeff, is it Bagos? Uh, no, it's Joe. Bagos. Joe. Joe. Written Bagos. by Max Brawlier and Matthew McCardle. So that was probably me thinking of Jeff Bezos. Yeah, they're two different people. This guy's probably not a billionaire yet. He's well on his way, my friend. Oh, man. This movie, I, I haven't seen all his movies. I just saw this in Bliss. But I gotta say, Bliss, one of my favorite movies. VFW, right up there, too. Yeah. So the movie opens up with a quote. It says, As America's opioid crisis worsens, addicts turn to a new drug called hylophedrine, street name Hype. Cities become war zones, neighborhoods crumble, law enforcement retreats. With dealers struggling to meet demands, hypers resort to any means necessary to get their fix. Now, this is the second movie I've seen of Joe Bagos, and I gotta ask, are you okay, bro? Because this is the second movie with the made-up drug that fucks people's lives up. I mean, it's an ongoing crisis in, in the real world, too, so I mean... Right. Yeah. So the intro comes in, it's like these... This, awesome like 80s synth kind of music by Steve Moore you can't see like what type of building they're in but they're it's basically like a drug den and someone's banging on this door like begging to get in and we have two guys in there uh was it Boz Rody what's that Boz, the guys in there Boz and uh I don't I don't know what his real name is but like that giant I just called uh, it a bouncer Bouncer. I think oh, it was Tank? I think it's Tank. Very fitting. I just called him Bouncer because he's just sta- sitting at the door just hulking, you know? Right, yeah. Cause, that's right, because Rhodey wasn't in this in this scene. Uh, he was the guy banging on the door. Rhodey? Yeah, Rhodey was banging on the door to get in. Oh, that's Bouncer right. Bouncer right. opened the door. He came in and, like, some oh, hype, right, he, hypers, like, chased in. Right, because he, he was like, you know, it's fucking rioting out there. Like, this shit's getting, like, out of hand. And this other dude comes in and... We see we meet this chick. Her name's Gutter, and like right out of the gate, dude gets freaking macheted to the face. Yes, like we're we're starting this off very nicely. It is Friday, twelve twenty p.m., and we're getting macheted to the face. We've got Lung by Unsane blasting in the background, and yeah, like you said, we met Gutter played by Dora Madison from mm-hmm. Bliss. Uh, I gotta say, her outfit, pretty on point. Very I cool, retro-looking, sexy punk. Yeah, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoyed that. Um, like you said, Boz, he's the main kingpin, I guess if you want to call him that. Uh, now they head to the balcony, and Boz and I believe it was, was it was it Tank that was with him? You know, yeah, and he's got like a an axe. Yeah, he's got this big deal that's or wrote the when Rody has this big deal that's going down they're basically um gonna sell a bunch of this shit for like five hundred thousand dollars which is apparently way more than the stuff is worth right yeah i think they said it was actually worth like half of that um Rody actually also in bliss as a drug dealer huh so you know he's you know kind of asking you know if this shit's you know gonna be real like is this legit and he goes yeah and he goes down tomorrow and he's like all right 
unload everything. I'm going to blow this town. Yeah, deal it done. So that's 18 hours from that point. Uh, a lot of cool, cool shit happening in the background. Um, a lot of blue and yeah. red tones. I mean, the whole movie is like lit in blue and red. In the background, uh, right when Gutter killed that guy, there was a bullseye right behind him, like graffitied on the wall. There was also a spiral circle with horns, and I want to say that is very symbolic of this movie. So, uh, spiritually speaking, I guess, a spiral usually means growth, evolution, consciousness, life. But with the devil horns, you got to look at it the inverted way, so it means... Oh, I don't want to say the word, but you know what the opposite of growth is? Uh, devolution, unconsciousness, and death. And that's what this whole movie's kind of about. It's a brilliant movie about growing up and coming to terms with your own mortality. It's like our generation looking at the next going, they're all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I get from the graffiti. <laughs> So, so Boz is still, you know, up on that little balcony or loft or whatever the hell you want to call it. And this lady comes up. She's blonde. Obviously whacked out of her mind. Yeah, we, we saw her actually snorting some hype before. So she snorted some and then kind of like fell back on the couch. So she's yeah. all fucked up. So she's looking for, you know, more of a fix. Boz has this little tube. Like in his in his hand, he's like, "Oh, like is, is this what you're looking for?" And he throws it over the edge. And of course, she's so addicted, she needs it that bad. She goes and jumps for it and splat. I literally wrote "splat" in uppercase letters too. Um, so when she jumps, they don't show her jumping, and I'm like, "Oh, come on, they're not gonna show it." And then they show her body hitting like all, all the way down. And then it's just like, "DFW." Oh man, this movie's gonna be fucking tense. <laughs> like, but I love that shot following her like all the way down, and it was like sploosh. Yeah, a lot of blood. Yeah, it was like so, a sack, like a like a a water balloon. Yeah. So now it's three fifty-five on a Friday. The credits are starting to roll as we meet Fred Paris, played by Stephen Lang. He's driving through this just dilapidated section of the city nice flask nice as Fred is also partaking while driving to Abe's house he also has a nice flask yeah so he goes picks Abe up at his house flask in hand yeah it's a little bit early for that gotta start the day off right baby (laughs) and I love Fred Williamson's character He, he sips from the flask and he's all like Woo! It's like t- too too much for him. Like I don't I don't know what they're drinking. I assume it's it's whiskey or some sort. Um, the radio had mentioned that people need to take matters in their own hands. Cops can't handle it. There's not enough of them. And I thought that was great because there's not one cop in this whole fucking movie. There isn't. Not one. So and you're driving like they're driving through the neighborhood. They're talking about you know the old neighborhood and how it's all shitty now it's all drug you know druggies and drug dealers and and then he was it Abe makes the analogy about Fred's shitty truck and goes it's you know it's just like us it's old but still running old but still running yeah uh, but yeah a lot of people like to point out 
Fred's truck being shitty. <laughs> but yeah, so like these hypers, you know, they've taken over this movie theater across the street uh, from from their VFW post. He's like, yeah, they showed up like a couple of weeks ago. He's just like, as long as they stay over there, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, but he does mention that there's more and more and more. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, they pull into the post. Uh, apparently today's Fred's birthday. Yes, it is. Happy yeah. birthday to you. Yeah, he doesn't like to be reminded, apparently. But No, I'm sure he uh, doesn't like to think about the number. Yeah, true. So he gets out of the car. He bangs on the on the back of the tailgate. So apparently this whole entire time, um, there's been a dude in, his, in the back of his pickup truck. Yes, William Sadler, who plays Walter Reed which is not very subtle at all. No, no. I mean, if you pay attention to anything, I mean, you, you know what, like, the Walter Reed, like, Veterans Hospital is and all that. Right. So here's Walter, played by William Sadler, another, like, 80s icon, I guess. 80s, 90s now. He's still doing shit. Uh, did you ever watch Power on Stars? No. He, he played Tommy's dad. It's great. Oh, well. So yeah, Walter Reed, and so the, you know they. The and he was them, just in the last Bill and Ted. Oh, uh, this well, this is true, but he was also in the first one. No, second one. Sorry, he was the devil. Or he was death. 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 Jeez. Sorry. Time to open so, the post. So time to open the post. Although I feel like post should have been open probably a few hours earlier, but you know. I mean, it was it just is. them there. Um, I mean, there were a, a lot more people there later, so maybe this being a bad neighborhood. Yeah, people true. People probably don't show up that early. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're very true. Uh, so, yeah. So, they open up. Fred goes outside. Now that there's, like, a military truck in the parking lot. With the ill gun on top. The 50 cal, right? Yeah. Now, Walter's <laughs> trying to, fix, like, get this TV going. It's one of those old school, like, TVs. A I can't remember. TV. Did, did it have... Yeah, but did it have, like, the VCR built in? I can't remember. It was, like, the VCR on top or something. I think the VCR was on top. I'm not sure. Okay. He's beating the shit out of it, and he's like, son of a motherfucking whore. Like, the TV wouldn't work. Yeah, he's and banging on the TV, and a knife that's, like, framed on the wall shakes. Yeah. And uh, Abe gets mad. He's like, hey, I brought that from Bloody Ridge. Be careful. Yeah. And, if, and Fred makes some sort of joke about it. And so they all put their cards down because apparently this is what they do. So they put their cards down and what was it highest card? You know, gets to pick whatever like whatever shifty, they watch shifty video that they put on. So they end up watching aerobics. Yeah, some some eighties aerobics, and and of course this this is where you know you got the 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 old guys making their nasty comments about the young girls that they're watching. Right, perving out, um, and then Fred poor shots. To us, still here. Well, he pours, pours shots from, from uh, Walter's own personal bottle. Well, from what I took was that he took some petty cash and bought a bottle for the bar. Oh, uh, okay, okay, that I, I get it. So yeah, they 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 pour all the shots, and now inside uh, the movie theater, we meet Lizard, who comes upon her sister who had just, you know, jumped to her death. And I want to and say that that body was much more intact than I expected it to be. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, like 
as like that scene of her going down like did, did you see Hotel Transylvania the first one yeah remember when Frankenstein like jumped into the pool and he splashed into the pool and then body parts just started to float in different directions <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what I was thinking of so anyway yeah so Boz is like chilling up in his little loft like on the balcony still, looking over still watching yeah and we skip ahead now we're at 6.30 on a Friday night and the bar's packed VFW post twenty four ninety four. It's a real post. Actual, yeah, it's the actual post that they they filmed in. Yeah, and a lot of the people that you see at the bar, uh, those those are actual veterans members of that post. Nice. That's awesome that they got involved. Or like, yeah. You know, they're yeah, like, hey, just cool. they probably wanted to film, and the guys like, oh, I'm not getting out of my chair. Film around <laughs> me. It's like, you know what? We're going to film like a busy night. All you have to do is just fucking sit here and drink. Don't even yeah, like... We'll buy you beers. Huh? Okay. Yeah. I love movies. <laughs> uh, God. Moving picture, you say? <laughs> so so we meet... Now we meet Lou, played by Martin Cove, uh, as we all know as Crease uh, from Karate Kid, Cobra Kai. Um... Norm from Cheers, George Wink, and Lou is desperately trying to get Fred... Uh, Lou of Lou's Lemons. Lou's Lemons. (laughs) Desperately trying to get, you know, Fred out of his truck. And he's just like, like, fucking stop. And, you know, of course, he's trying to play... He's like, you know what? He goes, I'm a goddamn animal. And this was a great little Easter egg. He goes, yeah, you're a snake. Very clever right there. Uh, yeah, he, he uh, mentions, and I think this is important to note, I can negotiate anything. And right here is where we notice the big jar of pickled eggs sitting in their red brine. And now I believe the last member of the group shows up, Doug, who was it? Uh, was it I think his name was Z in the movie. Uh, George went and he's like, why'd you hit a skunk? Thomas, his name was Thomas. Right, but they call him Z. That's probably his last name. Yeah. Yes. Thomas Zabriskie. Yeah. Also in Bliss. Yeah, so would you hit a skunk? He's like, ah, it's medical. California green. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So they're sitting around the bar, shooting the shit. And, of course, you know, they want to roll some shit up and then... You know, Fred's just like, he goes, I don't give a shit what you do, but take that shit outside. Yeah, and he said, I've told you this before. Like, like he he has to tell this guy, like, every single day. Like, all right, come on. Come on, dude. Yeah, and the, and the whole big talk is, you know, oh, it's his birthday. They want to take him out. Take him out for his birthday. Of course, he's like, don't fucking talk about my birthday. Yeah, and he goes, if you keep bringing up my birthday, I'm going to start bringing up your tabs. And start reminding you of your tabs. Now we're back into the other side of the street at the movie theater. There's a stairway. It's like flashing red. Uh, Lizard's heading up the stairs towards uh, Boz's office. And, you know, he's Tank. Tank is worried that this is a legit transaction. He's like, you know, Rhodey's fucked us over before. And he was like, this shit is, is like, this. Is, that's double worth this stuff is worth. And Boz, you know, tells him, you know, clear, you know, clear the hypers out of here. Now, this whole time... We also find out that Rhodey is Boz's brother. 
Yes. Um, Lizard is outside listening. So this part of the movie, there was a lot of like quick back and forth, back and forth between like the post and the right. and the uh, movie theater. So now Walter's bitching about like the, he's hitting this. He says, "You have shitty cigarettes. Did you know that you don't have any fucking God? I don't even remember like what he said." He mentioned a shitty cigarette. He's like, you don't uh-huh. have any shit. You only have shitty cigarettes. I want shitty cigarette brand. Yeah. <laughs> Insert shitty cigarette brand here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by this point, the post is like already died down. You know, it's back to you know the regulars. And Walter starts telling a story about a baseball game in which Fred beamed him in the face with like a fastball. And all of a sudden, a soldier comes in. Yep, new kid Sean. And I want to say, in the background, we hear Terry Reed's Brave Awakening, which I think perfectly sets the tone for the scene. Yeah. Now, I'm not 100% sure. I tried to find it, and I didn't find anything that said so. Was, like, was that actor Fred Williamson's son? Because they do have the same last name. Uh, don't know. Could be. Yeah, I was just... Um, I don't know if it was just one of those things. He's been in other things. It, it very well could be his son. Uh, Martin Cove's son plays a random hyper in the movie later. Oh, really? Yeah, Jesse Cove. That was pre- that's pretty cool. And so Abe starts busting this dude's ball. Ah, ah, check his ID, you know. Uh, he, dude comes in in full fatigues into the VFW. Obviously, that's weird. He's like, hey, we want to make sure that's not a, you know, a, a yeah. stolen valor. And, like, I knew this one no, one kid it. that did wear his fatigues out to bars to try to get free drinks. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, it's a thing. Yeah, okay. But anyway, so he hands his ID to Fred, and basically he was just like, oh, I was told if you, you know, if you wear your, wear your fatigues on a plane, you can move up to first class. But you know what? That didn't happen. <laughs> and then they, they realized, like, he just got home from a tour. No. So they're, they're, they're giving him, you know, Start giving him respect. Right, and they all offer to buy him drinks. They said, you're not paying for one drink. Right, you know, you don't pay for drinks on your first day back. So, Walter's now telling a different story about knocking Fred out. So, long story short, without going into the whole thing, they were in this, in a company together. So, like, they all know each other. They're all, they've all been friends. They've done, Fred's done five tours of duty. Which he, Um, he kind of didn't like that being said. He's like, like, he was in, he doesn't want to talk about it. He's like, that's enough. Right. And that's pretty cool because, like, my grandfather never talked about the war. Um, he did one time when he was drunk, he told me how he got his Purple Heart, but, hmm. like, that was just like him. I, I don't know. Like, he, he didn't like, he didn't I, like talking I know, about it. I, I did notice from just listening to everybody talk, other than, like, minor, minor things, like, like, they'd have, like, the History Channel on, and then, you know, like, my grandfather would say, like, oh, like, I used to shoot those, you know, these type weapons, or, like, this and that, yeah. like, th- things like that. But other than that, they never, they never really talked about anything. Yep. But the, you know, but anyway. Soldier, do you like American poon dang? <laughs> so, long story short, to get this on to this big, long point... Miss 1963's daughter is dancing at a local club, and this is the Purple Narple, I believe he called it. Yes. So they want to basically take him out 
to see Miss 1963's daughter dance at a strip club. Yes, Crystal, tonight at midnight at the Deja Vu on Lincoln. And Fred Williamson gets really cringy here. He's looking at the, there's like a flyer, <laughs> and uh, we can only assume her picture's on it. We don't get to see. She got no pussy hairs. What gives her the right to cut off her pussy hairs? And then Fred goes, it's her pussy. <laughs> And then, was it, George Wendt comes over, he's like, I don't know how it, they make it look like an ice luge. Lasers from space. Doug's just like, <laughs> wicked high, and he just starts talking about, like, a satellite shooting pussy hairs off. It's like, oh my god. I used to buy the toothpicks by the gross. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> it's extremely gross. Although I have to say, I used to have braces, so I, I feel them there. Uh, I, okay. So, lights go out. And then, back at the den, Lizard is, she's plotting something. Hypers are starting to riot. And she goes into the office and snags, like, all the shit that's in the safe, throws it in a backpack. Of course, Boz comes in, happens to notice, he's pissed, sees Liz as she's leaving... And, you know, starts to chase her. He's shooting at her. And poor Doug is just outside the bar, just having a cigarette, talking all philosophically to himself. Pretty sure he's smoking a joint, but, you know, whatever. I just said smoking. You said cigarette. You sound like an old man. Did I say? They were smoking marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. Oh, fine. But anyway. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? So he runs into the bar. He's like, guys, guys. Like, And then she bolts into the bar and I believe it's um, Rhodey who comes running in. Rhodey and Tank both come, like, running in after her. And, of course, Doug is, like, the first guy there, and he takes a machete to the shoulder. Oh, it was that big axe that uh, Tank was, it, tank oh, was yeah, having. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he almost, like, dude, he, like, severs that arm. Shoulder! Pre uh, pretty good. Right before that happens, I do want to shout out really quickly that when the lights go out the power goes out, Lou recommends uh, an electrician friend of his, Eddie Harris, who was an army drafted blues musician. Ah, that's very interesting. Yeah, so just like, random names like uh, of people that they they talk about are like real people. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, he um and after that happens, Fred grabs his um double barrel shotgun. And blows a dude's fucking head off. Bye-bye, yeah. Rhodey. Yeah. And then he takes a okay, shot skip. at... Yeah, you skipped a little bit, but we, whatever. We, yeah, we, I, we, no, we can true. circle back. Uh, and then he takes a couple okay. shots at, at uh, Tank. And obviously, Tank is a tank. Escapes. And it, it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so to, cir to circle back a little bit, uh, Gutter comes into the office, slaps Boz in the face. And, what did you do? So Boz gets on the CB... And says, you know, get the hypers on her. And, of course, Gutter's like, most of them can't even fucking walk. And he's like, yeah, but an army of brain-dead, like... An army of brain-dead animals is still an army. Still an army. And he goes over yeah. the loudspeaker, hype, enough to liquefy your tonsils to whoever brings me the girl. But, yeah, she, yeah. she's just like, yeah, whatever, fucking prick. Yeah, so, of course, like, the cavalry is now, like... Sicked on lizard, she runs across the street. Yeah, getting chased by Doug. a herd of these junkies. Yeah, zombie-like junkies. 
Yeah, so the scene where they fucking like blew the dude's head off, like that, I, like I think I said in the last episode, like all that shit was practical. They did all practical effects. Yeah, it very awesome effects in this movie. These kills, um, even Doug, like he he didn't get killed here, but that wound—if you can even call it a wound—because it's like now he's like almost two Dugs. Yeah. <laughs> like it was awesome. Yeah. So uh, Tank runs away, and then Z, what the cock sucking hell? Or no, what the cock sucking fuck just happened? <laughs> so I was just like, yeah. So they 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 even mentioned that Doug's shoulder looks like it's hanging by a thread. Yeah. So I mean, they they help him up. They they put him on the bar. Two more come in, and you know, Fred Walter and the soldier. You know, take care of them. Like Fred grabs a friggin' huge like fire axe, and like pelts the guy in the stomach, and then Walter's like stomping on this dude's face. Oh my god, dude! That he just kept going and stomping. He's like, "This is the Z," and dude, that that was awesome. Yeah, for they Doug. even mentioned. Oh yeah, for Doug, my bad. Uh, but yeah, he's like, someone in the background's like, "Oh fucking look, he's stomping on a watermelon." <laughs> and which is funny yeah, because they probably it, stomped on a watermelon to get those sound effects. Yeah, and of course, like Fred's pissed and he's like yelling out, and he's like, "Anyone else want to come into my bar?" And then right then, they're trying to shut the door, and an arm sticks in, like typical zombie movie. You know, they, they have the yeah. door closed on the arm, and he proceeds to hack the fucking arm off and shut the door. I mean, at this point, like, he gives no fucks. He didn't hesitate for a second. So anyway, and now, like, you know, they check outside. Um, ah, it looks like the coast is clear. Now Z, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go grab my car. We'll pull it around. We'll get in. We're going to get the fuck out of here and get get dug to the hospital. And, I mean, like, see, oh, it seemed okay. like a legit plan. So everyone's out yeah. front, the back. It's all nice and quiet. So you get Norm from Cheers just kind of sauntering out to his, his truck. He's just like, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Uh, yeah, that's that's not a good idea. Yeah, he's he's attacked by gutter, and Fred, I mean Fred gets a couple of them, like with the with the shotgun. But I mean he's attacked by like a bunch of people, so he's fucking dead in the water. And they they just go back inside. And Lou is freaking out, and you know Fred's trying to take control of the situation, which Fred does you know, very well. Like once yes. once shit hits the fan, he is in charge. He said, this is what we got to do. You do this. You do this. Uh, give Doug a tourniquet. You take the front. I take the back. And, uh, like, he, he's giving out orders. Yeah, so, you so know, he's, like, he's right back into his role. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. And Lou. Lou's a fucking asshole. Like, We're supposed to be at the titty bar. So your friend doesn't have a shoulder. <laughs> right. Like, even how is he, he going to put just... ones in her G-string? He can't reach. Like, even if it was just, like, one dude who came into the bar and, like, hacked off Doug's shoulder and friend blew his brains out. I'm sorry, you're still not going to the titty bar tonight. Yeah, I think you have to wrap things up here first. That's not like a, well, that can wait till the morning. <laughs> that's, that's not how this works. So, yeah, they, they start to secure the place. Now, Walter suggests giving up the girl. And, of course, Fred's like, you know, is that who you want to be? Is that the man you want to be, Walter? And, of course, Walter's like, no, fuck. 
damn it. So they go outside. You and your reasoning. They, they go outside. Fred's got his axe in his hand. Um, I think he grabbed uh, Z's dog tags. Yeah, he did. Like, uh, and he sneaks to his truck. As he's trying to, like, find the correct key, Gunner attacks him and asks for the stuff. You know, where is it? Where is it? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have no idea. He's like, and she's trying to, like, slit his throat, but he stabs her with a key. And, of course, she just, like, takes off. And, you know, Walter, there's a couple other people that, that come, or at least one other comes, and Walter blows that guy away. Which I have to say is a pretty dangerous shot right there, seeing as Fred was standing right behind him. I will, I mean, I have I have my license to carry, and the, for one of the first things they tell you is knowing what's on the other side of your target. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, your friend being on the other side of the target probably is bad. Yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe move, maybe move to the side. I mean, bit. depending on what kind of shot they're it's using. True. But, but, yeah, very but true. still, he's right behind him. Like, yeah. go and clock him in the back of the head. Right. And, like, literally, like, right prior to this, he told Fred, you know, I got your six. Yeah. So. And apparently his 12 as well. <laughs> and then, like, they're, they're surrounded by, like, five more, but out comes Sean, the, the, the soldier, and he picks all of them off in five shots. Now, I love this because you have a whole line of hypers and Walter goes, I got the one on the left. So I get the rest of them? <laughs> yeah, just one, two, three, four, five. Sean picks them all off, and of course, Fred's like, "It's like you, you, you have a piece." Always. And uh, he's like, "Yeah." What was it um, 75th Regiment? He, I think he said he, uh, he used to call him Dead Eye, and he goes, "Well, I'm glad you were in the mood for a beer tonight." And he's like, "Well, that makes one of us." <laughs> now the girl talks. Well, not at first. Well, no, that's what he says. That okay. that's the next step in in Fred's plan. Okay, yeah, so they're, so they're questioning her, and he's like, well, you know what? He goes, I'm more pissed that this chick trashed my truck, and you know what? I love my truck. It was pretty awesome. She tries to kill him, and he's mad about the truck. <laughs> uh, that's that's classic, and I gotta say, probably pretty factual. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. I bet you that truck has a name. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. And, of course, so she won't talk. He calls her a hard case. And now Fred and Lou are, like, bickering like like children. And he pulls, like, his hat down. And, of course, Fred, like, throat punches him. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and they're telling, Lou is crazy. Uh, not crazy. He's just mad that no one's shown up to help. And they're like, you know, gunshots are like crickets. Background music. So, you know. We can't expect the uh, the cavalry to swoop in and save the day. Uh, but Lou Lou wants to toss her out, and you know now Boz is getting updated from Gunner. Oh, 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 hold on. So so yeah. So Lou wants to kick her out, and you know typical Cobra Kai shit. You know he's being a, being a douchebag, and Fred is like, "What is it?" They didn't say her, the girl. They wanted to know where. It was. What the fuck? Right. They could give it? a shit about her. Yeah, exactly. But right. he, they, they assume exactly. that, you know, now they know something's fishy. Right. Now, Lou's in the bathroom taking a piss, and of course the toilet won't flush, 
and he finds that there is a backpack in the tank of the toilet. Little Miss Bo Peep here. She's been playing hide and seek with us. She explains to them that, you know, if they give her up, they're still going to torch the bar. Like, they're still going to kill everybody because, you you know what? Like, Boz, like, you just blew off his little brother's head. Ooh, oops. But Lou's like, we give this back, this nightmare ends, and we can go to the titty bar where we're supposed to be. Yeah, but... And then she's, this was, and this was hilarious because she's like, you know, he'll come for you, he'll come for your, like, your families, your kids, your, your great, great grandkids. Like, like, how fucking old are you? (laughs) But yeah, Lou Lou wants to just basically throw out to the wolves. Screw you, bitch. And of course, that that was a lie. Screw you, bitch. And then of course, loser Walter was just like, remember the Alamo. We'll make our stand. And then like Abe's like, they all died. (laughs) That's not the stand I want to make. <laughs> so they're starting to like put weapons together. They're making these like tennis ball bombs with like matches like sticking out, and um, yeah, like chairs. Yeah, so there's like a like, little a little montage of them, you know, weaponing up, and that is Shadow Hand by Zombie playing it for our little montage. And I gotta say that song kicks ass. Most of the music in this movie is awesome. Great soundtrack, great score, great songs that they picked for. Uh, certain scenes um but so this also they go to um boss and and they're talking outside and gutter's like well we eliminated one man we couldn't get inside they tell him that roadie's dead he gets fucking pissed and he's looking at the sign and he's like v f w what the fuck is that and i gotta say also probably accurate of like a uh, typical millennial, not not knowing what it is, and it's just you know, it's that's sad for our country, you prick. And obviously, Gutter answers, uh, it's you know, veterans of, veterans foreign, of wars, foreign wars, and he's, soldiers, good, soldiers are good at dying. And I want to take this moment to tell you what the VFW is. It's an organization of U.S. war veterans who, as military service members, fought in wars, campaigns, and expeditions on foreign land, waters, or airspace. The purpose of the VFW is to speed rehabilitation of the nation's disabled and needy veterans, assist veterans, widows, and orphans, and the dependents of needy or disabled veterans, and promote Americanism by means of education and patriotism, and by constructive service to local communities. And I would like to add a little footnote on that anti-day drink. Yes. Yes. As we can, you know, we've witnessed. Uh, So yeah, I mean they're they're putting these things together like chair legs with with like nails, like a keg swing with like spikes, like sticking out of it, which was pretty fucking cool because like that looked like a like a half barrel, and if that thing's full, that's coming with some force, man. Yeah. So Fred's sitting in a chair, he's playing with a Zippo, you know, he's trying to get that whole like cool thing where you. You know, you open it up and light it at the same time. Yeah. And he kind of has a moment with, with Lizard right here. So, like, she starts asking him about uh, Vietnam. Well, first you see, the trick is to get the snap and the flick all in one very cool, very fluid motion. And then he uh, comments that his fingers are too stiff now and he can't really get it. And, yeah, it, it is a sweet moment they have while they're kind of doing an old folks home alone <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, he, and he's kind of telling each person's story, 
you know, he talks about um, Abe. I, I think he talked about um, Walter, or maybe it was Sean. No, it was Sean, because he's talking about the different types of mud. He goes, he's like, I hate mud. You know, it doesn't matter where you are. Don't matter where you fought. You make it back. You've got a home right here. Exactly. So now the second wave is starting to come. You know, as they as they bear down, Lou, like Walter is ready. And Tank is using a hyper's face to try and bang down this door. Which was awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it was a dead one, or I don't know if he just grabbed I one. I think he like, just grabbed someone your... in the crowd and just used him to headbutt the door. Hey, I need help. Oh, what do you need? Your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so, you know, Fred's ready. He's got his axe, like, flailing around. Like, the cake spike is, like, flying. Doug wants to help, but, of course, like, you know, he can't. Yeah, he's uh, at, indisposed. So he decides to take at, this time to smoke a joint. And so, like, you know, everyone is kicking ass around him as Lizard's kind of, like, giving him, like, play-by-play. He's like, oh, all your friends are kicking ass. And um, I think Walter was kind of stuck in a little predicament, and Lou Lou gets a uh, a tennis ball bomb and throws it in the room and just blows a bunch of them up. You see a couple arms, like, fly around yeah. and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. Um, in comes Tank, and... What was it? The, the, the guys, you know, they they try to fucking take him out, but, you know, he kind of overcomes them, and then Lizard just jumps on him, like, jumps on his back, and basically turns him into Swiss cheese. I literally wrote, Lizard shoots him, then Swiss cheeses him with a corkscrew. Yeah. I mean, like, even the guys were just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Sean actually ended up finishing him off, but they all, they all took a piece. Yeah. Boz and Gutter, now they're kind of realizing that shit ain't good, and he wants to load up. Yeah, he's like, the old man must have killed Tank. Fuck. And I gotta say, this part's really cool. So all the dead bodies around the bar, they start using to barricade the doors. (laughs) Gotta improvise, you know? Yeah. Now, Fred is now still pouring shots. Which you would, and, uh... Doug still smoking a joint, and Sean goes... He's fading quick, though. Uh, it, it's not not good for you. Goes, Are you fucking kidding me, kid? It's medical. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say, uh, uh, it, Sean did save Fred Williamson, and then uh, Fred save was also saved by Lou with the goddamn eggs, which happened to be in a glass jar. <laughs> Sad to see those eggs go. So like Abe and Sean are kind of like uh, getting set up. Now Abe kind of half-ass apologizes to him, you know, about the whole, you know, asking for his ID and like shit like that. And he's he's like, ah, I get it. But anyway, so Walter and Lou are uh, talking about, you know, it's, oh, imagine if we had all this shit in cash. Talking about the the hype. Now Lou is kind of looking like. Eh. Because I, I guess, I don't know if I like heard this correctly, but like he was in a little bit of like financial trouble, right? That's what it seemed like, because he was wheeling and dealing. He was trying to sell Fred a car that Fred doesn't want. Um, yeah, and he definitely saw money bags when he's looking at, at the drugs, and he's thinking, what if? Hmm. Now, what, what? What do they want? Cozy caskets? 
Yeah. So, best. so yeah, now now Lou is deciding he's like, I you know what? I wanna negotiate. And of course they're like, No, like fuck no, like what are you doing? And so he's like, Yeah, 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 you're right, blah 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 and then he goes and he takes off, he goes across the street. And basically he thinks he can ray from judgment night them out of this. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with Judgment Night, but that didn't go well for yeah. Ray either. No, it did not. Um so he offers like an even swap. It's like, here, we'll give you your shit back. You leave us the fuck alone. And of course, boss is like, no, that's not actually going to happen. Um, we want you dead anyway. And of course, Lou starts rambling around. He's like, I'm Lou from Lou's Lemons. Maybe you've you know, seen some of my ads. You've seen Don't my... you know who I am? And I want to say right behind them, on the marquee, one of the movies playing, Bliss. Yes. And so... Fred, he, he, he kind of like threw Fred under the bus. He's like, yeah, but Fred's the one that's in charge. Now all of a sudden, Boz is like, oh, so you're nobody. Yeah. Got uh, it. Oh, no, 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 I'm someone. I mean, we like, we take turns. Right? Like some days it's him. Uh, th- this being a Friday, it's it's his job where, where I think I get tomorrow. I got to check the schedule. Uh, you know what? I think maybe I should go back to the bar. It's like, this is fuck. Fred comes out with one of the this is like a hostage situation now so Fred comes out with one of the bricks and he's like you know I'll give you like this shit give me Fred uh, give me Lou back and, and of course Boz is like yeah fucking kill him anyway and Lou gets a couple of them like you know he, he gets a couple shots in but you know he gets shot and Boz fires across the street gets Fred in the leg Right, but I, I do got to say that Lou used his last breath to kind of save Fred. Because he was like, yeah, he did. Uh, Yes, he did. And I, that's and that's how those guys work, you know, always looking out for each other. Yeah, so I think Lou redeemed himself because he's kind of a douche the whole movie. Uh, but, he's but he, pretty much a douche. He's a douche, but he, he tried to do the right thing. It didn't work out. Um, and he did save his friend and, and then get, you know, killed. Right. Um, back inside, Doug finally dies. Like he's 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 gone and Fred's like not in the best like headspace. Right. I mean he did just get shot. He he just got shot, like his friends are dying around him and he's just like, What the fuck is going on? Like this is and Wizard's trying to get him like in the right like mind frame and is laying into him you know he's you're nothing but a pussy you know you said all this shit now you're just not doing anything and she leaves him i want to make a public service announcement right here to say do not waste booze on wounds you don't pour liquor on your like i get what you're thinking you're thinking it's gonna clean the wounds but liquor that you can drink is not strong enough, and you're just wasting alcohol. I had this friend, a hippie chick, stepped on a nail. And what she Ooh. did was pour vodka on it and be like, I'm good. Huh. The next day it was a mess. Turned into tetanus, she cut her foot off. She's actually a teacher now. It turned out okay. Oh. She didn't lose the foot. <laughs> but the doctor was like, are you fucking kidding me? You poured vodka on it? <laughs> and what? Kept dancing? What the f- Ah, uh, hippies. Ah, <laughs> uh, hippies. I love it. So anyway, as she's leaving Fred, like, he makes a comment about her sister. 
and you know like did you like say the same thing to your sister like kind of thing and of course now he's looking at old pictures that are on the wall of the bathroom which is weird because like if you're taking a piss i don't want to look at pictures of my friends i don't know yeah it was a weird placement for their their uh little little yeah right it's kind of weird so a little collage of everybody yeah, and like the, the the guys are all they're all just like Bickering at, each, bickering at each other, just like screaming and yelling. Fred comes back, tells them all to shut up. He goes, all right, let's go. And now Fred and Boz talk through a hole in the door, which was pretty cool. Right about now, I'm feeling real eager. So whatever you're going to do, quit flapping your gums and do it. But when you come, boy, you come sharp. Because you make a mistake, I'm going to cut your heart out. That was a badass right there uh, his face in that hole just like you motherfucker and like I don't know how, like if Boz knows like how to take it like cause like you know he's acting all like he's like yeah yeah he's not got a shirt on he's got a leather jacket that has spikes all over it and that's pretty much the extent of his badassness cause he kinda seems like a pussy yeah cause like deep down I think he knows that like his entire army is being taken down by old guys yeah so he has a plan. Like now, this whole time they're they're kind of like moving shit around. Like the other guys are moving shit around, like behind him. So they're preparing for shit. And I, like right now, he's like dumping booze in the backpack, like where all the where all yeah. the stuff is. And Abe grabs his knife from what was it? Uh, Bloody Ridge. Bloody Ridge. I was gonna say Blood Ridge, but anyway. So he grabs that, and then he slices open one of the bags and takes a nice big puff. Or a sniff. A big well, not a puff. Well, a there was puff. a big puff. Oh, there was a, a, a puff. A, a big, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, he does way too much hype. Yeah. So he's ready to go now. Oh, yeah. He's... Uh, I mean, he, yeah. he, turned back in, he turned back into, like, Vietnam mode. To even where Fred was like he told Fred to do something he was just like yeah, okay yeah it's like okay I get it, I get it. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right you are all hyped up so crashing through the door now is Gutter and Boz and he's he's got like a few other people so we got we got five on five here like ready to go you know they're looking at each other all right you know pick a guy like who you got and Gutter. Are you ready to die, old man? Fred comes back with just, like, the best fucking line where he was he was just like, well, I, I did get kind of a rise out of blowing your little brother's head off. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So Boz asks for the stuff, and, you know, you give me the stuff, I'll give you a quick death. If you don't, you're all going to die slowly. And Fred says, you know what? You win. Pulls out a brick, throws it up. Sean shoots it. Now there's shit flying everywhere. And the battle begins. Abe is like a madman. He's all over the place. He's all hyped up. Walter finds, like, one of those, you know those, like, saws that you use to, like, fucking con- like cut concrete slabs? Yeah. He, like, grabs one. Oh, look what I found. <laughs> oh, it just happened to be back here in the corner. And it starts right up, of it- course. They smoke just billowing. And he's out got of it. like a horde, and he starts like sawing like into those guys. And Abe is now with Gutter, 
Boz is chasing Lizard, who has the backpack, and Fred, Walter, and Sean are outside. And, like, Fred goes back in, you know, asks Sean to watch after Walter, and Boz has Lizard. Walter is still sawing people, and Fred grabs one of the flags. And this was one of the, like, coolest things ever. So, he saves Abe, because, like, I mean, Gutter's right about to, like, finish him off. And, like, as she's got her arms up, she gets the friggin', like, the flagpole, like, and then just, like, impaled through the mouth afterwards. Like, it was a great fucking kill. That was awesome. Now, like, Walter and Sean are in the military van. Like, Walter's trying to get this thing started. Like, Sean's fighting people off in the back. And Fred and Abe, like, are at the bar now, kind of, like, talking a little bit. I think they were starting to get ready to do more shots. <laughs> and and then Lizard, yeah. like, screams. While Walter's still trying to get the truck started, um, like, more of the, like, the gang shows up, and he gets a chain and a chainsaw, it looked like. Yeah. So, he gets pretty, pretty fucked up, and then Sean, you know, gets rid of those guys. So, which kind of sucked, because I you know, I was kind of hoping that Walter would kind of make it, but you know what? He was like that bad. I figured he was like that best friend that was going to end up like dying. Right. So Fred is like hobbling over to the theater, you know, with his shotgun in hand. Now, Boz has no idea and Fred shoots him in the back. And of course, like Walter knows he's going to fucking die. And like says to Sean, you know what? He goes, I've got this. I'm good. Like, you know, get the fuck out of here. And Boz and Fred kind of have this standoff, and Walter gets the truck going, and he says, "This is the last time I'm gonna bail your ass out." And he floors the truck, and Liz Lizard pulls off. And she grabs the Zippo and pulls off the whole, you know, lighting it and opening it at the same time. Like yeah, snap, yeah. Drops it in the bag, and of course the bag goes up and like. Boz is like, what the fuck? And then here comes Walter with the, the van or the, the military vehicle, crushes him, like, which was pretty fucking cool. And the, like, the whole thing, like, goes up. Huge explosion. And of course, of course, Sean comes over and makes sure, like, everyone's okay. And, like, Fred shakes his hand, thanks him, and all this stuff. And in typical VFW fashion, one more for the road? Yeah. <laughs> Ranger, I think it's about time we had that one beer for the road. <laughs> Shots for our fallen soldiers. Happy birthday, old man. Yeah, I mean, and while they're they're doing the shots, they're naming everybody that passed away. Although it was pretty pretty funny for the at this split second, I thought Abe was gonna live because you know the like oh, at least he died doing what he loved to do, and he's like I ain't fucking dead yet, and then he died. <laughs> But gotta get that last shot for the road. Gotta get the last last shot for the road. And uh yeah. Happy birthday, old Top to bottom. This movie started like it just went. It was nonstop. Yeah, I loved everything about this movie. The characters, the gore, the music. I thought it was it was a great fucking movie. Yeah, I mean like Very, very, very fun. You know, I was like thinking about after this, so like you know, the soldier has to go home to his wife. Like, how do you explain this? Like, what do you say? Well, I left a fight to come home 
to a fight. <laughs> and don't worry, baby. I got me some toothpicks. And I'd say, like, what, like, how do you deal with, like, the, the aftermath, like, of the police? Oh, we forgot to mention that they found, like, an extra block, you know, and, of course... Yeah, so the VFW is going to be okay. Yeah, so they can use that to, like, fix up the place. But, like... Which, there's going to be a lot of fixing up, because they it was fucked up to begin with. And then I they mean, made it so, worse. I mean, they're going to have to call somebody to clean up these bodies. I mean, we didn't see one cop throughout this whole thing, but they're, they're going to have to, like, find somebody. Yeah, I, I was actually talking about this yesterday. Um, so, especially with like supernatural stuff, like when it's all said and done and the movie's over, they never show you what happens after. Like, how do you explain what mm. went down? You just end up looking like a serial killer. Yeah. But I think in I think this is not post-apocalyptic. But, like, the whole world is going through this hype craze or whatever. So I, I'm pretty sure, like, America is kind of war-torn in this version of uh, yeah. reality. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, toast to our grandfathers, to the VFW, to all you veterans. Thank you. Cheers. So, what are you giving it? I mean, I knew what I was going to give it right off the bat. I'm giving it a five. I'm, I'm giving it. I'm giving it five. Brains. It has sentimental value, and this, like you said, top to bottom, it doesn't stop. It's constantly going. The chemistry between the actors were, it was just great. It was just absolutely fantastic. I thought they worked well off each other. The music was great. The kills were great. I loved it. I loved every everything about this movie. Nice. All right. I'm gonna give it one. <laughs> I am not giving it one brain. I uh, I am gonna give it a little extra, just for uh, Dora Madison. Just for her outfit, I'm gonna give it a an extra point one brain. So I'm going four point one brains. Four point one. <laughs> that's that's the most I've given a movie in a long time. I think. It's 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 true. Actually. I think the only movie you gave five to was was that our first movie was that Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> I think I gave five to From Dust Till Dawn. I'd, I'd have to go back and check. Yeah, I, I know that I, it was a long ass time ago. I know that. I got a system, okay? Yeah, I know you have a system. It's a cheap system. Horror babe of the month. Who was our horror babe this month? Madison Eisman from Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Now, I picked her from her most recent acting job, uh, but she's been in horror for quite a long time. She's got quite the list of credits. She's got Tales of Halloween, Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, Ghost Squad. She's been in the uh, new Jumanji movies, which, I mean, not horror, but like, I don't know, getting no, but you know, trapped in a those game. Are, That's kind of scary. Those are way more entertaining than I expected them to be. She was Annabelle Comes Home. Yep. Um, not horror, but Feast of the Seven Fishes, which I like to bring up. It's an, it's, it's an Italian thing, and uh, we don't do fish in my family, but we have done one different type of fish every Christmas, so it's kind of like every seven years, we've completed the feast. So I thought that was a, a fun little thing to bring up, but... She's Horror Babe of the Month because of her role as Lennon and twin sister Allison in 
Amazon Primes, I Know What You Did Last Summer. I still haven't started that yet. So good. And uh, dare I say, so much hornier than the movie. <laughs> I so I want to get through Chucky first. Uh, I just started Charles Boy. You did? All right. Or Ch- Chucky. Right? Yeah, so I just caught up, like, actually right before we started taping. So I think there's only eight episodes uh, so far, like this, or gonna be eight episodes this season. I don't know. I could be reading that wrong, but there's six episodes in, and it's fucking great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, uh, there were also eight episodes of I Know What You Did Last Summer. It kind of left you, like, I mean, it, it ended the story, but you could see where, you know, they might have a, a season two. They probably will, depending on popularity, but I thought it was it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Alright, uh, a little fan feedback. What you got? We got quite a bit of fan feedback, actually. Yeah, got a good, a decent amount of feedback. But I do want to bring up a, a weird text I got this morning. This is a text from, from Jeremy, about 9.30. Uh, he goes, how's my baby doing? <laughs> like, what? Oh, oh oops, 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 sorry. Not for you. <laughs> So, Lily Bowles in the kids' league, and the last couple of weeks she's been having a hard time. Like she, she got like nervous and like cold feet, so she didn't want to do it. She finally went back today, and so I was asking, I was asking Susan how my kid was doing, and unfortunately, it went to you. How's my baby doing? Not even a question mark. Like no punctuation. <laughs> just, just awkward at 9.30 in the morning oh stop alright so so on Instagram I got a reply from TJ Garcia official um, who said he was part of the film uh, real fun to do enjoyed the final product nice little throwback and straightforward so I'm guessing he was part of the uh, the, the production team uh, the crew whatever um so that was pretty cool to hear from somebody from the movie. Uh, Gorehound reviews. I loved it. Got Carpenter, trashy canon movie vibes. And the cast was superb. Nice. Anything from the Twitterverse? Yeah, I actually... I, I figured you'd bring it up, but I... I screenshotted it anyway uh you were asking what people thought about it and chris got back to you said he loved it you said same spent a lot of time with my grandfather at the local post so it holds sentimental value as well and he said that makes it even better poojaman i enjoyed it quite a bit depravity in color said i liked it thought it was a fun flick steven Milan, excellent movie. Googly eye, smiley face. Googly eye, smiley <laughs> face. Uh, Ted Cord lives still. The Expendables by way of trauma. Love it. Fantastic cast. Uh, Decrane, BLM. Turned it off thirty minutes in. Just couldn't get into it. Eh, so you know, yeah. People have different opinions. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for. Commenting, uh, Melanie, as it's talking about 
Trick or Treat. I'm hooked on episode 60. Trick or Treat on CastBox. I didn't know we were even on CastBox. Interesting. Uh, just, this is my favorite movie to watch on Halloween. Besides Halloween, LOL. Plus, I watched throughout October. So, yes, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, all you new listeners. Uh, you're probably not caught up this far yet, but, you know, you'll get there. You'll get there. And then we'll be over there. We'll get there as well. Catch up. Absolutely. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. You went off on a tangent. Speaking of tangent, our next tangent's gonna be awesome. Once we picked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you know something I don't? <laughs> no, no, uh, I, okay. don't, I don't. I don't. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean November's fun. December is gonna get a little little crazy, you know, it's gonna it's cold outside. Yeah, and I mean, and then be pretty soon we're going to be picking our favorite movies of the year, which awesomely Ghostbusters came out yesterday, so I need to check that out tomorrow. Oh, I thought you would have already seen it. Uh, it's I, not available on demand. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see it. I have tomorrow off, so I'm, I'm probably going to try and sneak somewhere and make Susan go to the movies with me. It's actually playing at the drive-in. Yeah, I saw that. Right as we speak. So you have, you still have... I'm obviously not there. I'm, I'm here, so I'm not watching. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough, man. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. It looks fucking awesome. Looks awesome. Maybe it'll be on one of our lists. Could be. Maybe it'll be on both lists. It could be. It might be. I think it looks great. I, th- I mean, this is this is the sequel people have been looking for, I think. I don't think people know what they want, really. But nobody knows what they I want. Think, I think people just like to complain. It's true, because, I mean... Hey, did you like that movie? Oh, I fucking loved it. It sucked. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my God, I get a headache. Re- like, I do get entertained reading bad reviews. It's like on Shudder all the time. There would be like a one skull, and it'd be like, "This movie was gory and scary. I didn't like it." Why do you have a Shudder subscription? Yeah, like you know what I mean. There, there was some uh, of them are pretty comical. It was like I spit on your grave, and the comment was, "Oh, this movie was trash. I do not like movies where there's violence against women. Why did you watch a rape revenge movie then?" That doesn't make any sense. Like, all you have to do is read the synopsis and be like, oh, yeah, that's probably not for me. Did I ever tell you the story? Somebody, I was working at the video store at the time. Somebody came in looking for... He's like, oh, I'm a horror aficionado. Or it was a, No, it was a female, because she's like, I'm a horror aficionado. What, what do you recommend? I'm like, oh, um, here's this Argento movie. And Which one? Uh, it was... A, it was either Phenomena or it wasn't Suspiria it was I trying to well whatever anyway so I started I was on my lunch break and I started to come out and my boss was like you might want to stay in here for a minute okay like what I do he said no 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 you're fine and so like 15 minutes later he comes back and he goes yeah so like did you sell like a Argento movie to somebody I'm like yeah she said she was like this like horror aficionado and like you know I need something scary I'm like okay here you go 
and he's yeah so like there was a rape scene in there and um apparently she was raped and i went oh damn oh how, how could you i i wouldn't have, yeah did and of course, like my first thought was like, well, she didn't tell me that. <laughs> it comes up in conversation, right. but yeah, it's tough picking movies for people that say I want to be scared or what kind of horror movie should I watch? Because there's so many different types and you, yeah, you got to worry about triggers. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's tough picking movies for other people. Yeah. Because you don't know what they're gonna like, where it's gonna actually scare them. But it sounds like he scared her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not in the way you you were hoping, but no, uh, that's quite unfortunate. And uh, don't know how to segue. So you can catch <laughs> us on all sorts of uh, platforms. I guess we're on Castbox, iTunes, Amazon. We're on the fucking moon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're on uh, Podomatic. We are now. Most recently on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, the PFPN. Definitely check out that website, the uh, prescribedfilms.com. So much content. Check it out. Um, We're on Instagram, Fans of the Dead Podcast, Facebook, Fans of the Dead, uh, fansofthedead.com. You can check out our website. We have all of our YouTube videos up there, all of our episodes. Check out our T-shirts. Yeah, man. Buy yourself some swag. Christmas right around the corner. Also Hanukkah. All those other holidays where you give gifts. Maybe give the gift of a nice warm hoodie. Yeah. Everyone wants to see that under their tree. Uh, Yeah, Jeremy said our videos on YouTube. Fans of the Dead. Fans of the Dead 1. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Fans of the Dead 1. Fans of the Dead podcast at gmail.com if you want to suggest what our next tangent should be we're still you know banging it around our noodle is what that might be so if you want to help out that'd be cool go out and vote go on twitter and vote for what our next christmas movie will be it looks like it's narrowing down we're gonna pit the top two against each other and you can decide what we watch next it's amazing, isn't it? Fucking technology, man. It's crazy. It, it's, I'm telling you, from like when we were in high school compared to now, it's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. We Get had pagers. Oh, God, we did have beepers. The little hoodlums. At least back then, when we had pagers, we could just look at the number and be like, I'm not fucking calling her back. <laughs> you can still do that. I feel like it's different. You have the ability to ignore people. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, you didn't lose that ability. <laughs> I'm actually going to hit end meeting and I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> uh, as for everyone out there, thanks, thanks for listening. Have fun. Be safe. Peace.